Hello, 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 and welcome to Candrasations. I am your host, Candra Thomas-Bell. Candrasations is a podcast where we dive into authentic and organic conversations with real people about their remarkable life experiences. Our goal is to empower and inspire as we explore the diverse paths of self-discovery, healing, and self-care that leads to overall wellness. So stay tuned for today's episode. So hello, 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 and welcome to Conversations 2024. And I got my cool friends with me today. And we're going to talk a little bit about planning your 2024. Um, I was listening to a podcast from Mel Robbins the other week I mean the other day and she gave us these great questions about planning your 2024 so I have with me Mr. Nicholas Sylvester y'all know him we ain't gonna do his long intro because he's all the things that you need to know (laughs) you go find him and you read all about it because he's that guy and I have Mrs. Kiara Doty and she is all the things you check her out she done been here before they not guests no more. They're part of the Candersations family. And hey, uh, what's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> what's Nick, you what's there? I'm here. I'm oh, here. You got your sexy voice on. Look, I was about to send a message to our group chat and say, okay, Barry White. <laughs> <laughs> He is doing a very white thing. <laughs> he got his actor extraordinary voice on it. No, hey. So, um, so are do you guys got big plans or expectations for 2024? I'm just trying to live. Okay. Fair enough. What about you? What about you, Nick? Yeah, man. You, you know, know you have a lot of stuff in the pipeline. I know, right? I always got some stuff, man, that I want to take care of and get lined up and everything. Uh, as far as my career in terms of mental health, I want to get my license, you know, the LPC, the Licensed Professional Counselor. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, right now I have my Associate Licensed Counselor. So. Yeah. Oh, you're doing it. Yeah, so I'm in supervision for all that right now. You know, getting the hours and everything. So, okay, yeah, we we working on that. That that's like the first thing. Okay, so you know, I'm gonna get into these questions. Mm-hmm. Y'all already got it. I hope you uh <laughs> know what we doing. So, <laughs> uh, the first question she asked, and I thought it was good about planning, is about doing a recap on your year. Mm-hmm. So, what are some of the highlights? of the past year for you. We're going to start with Nick. Thank Uh-oh. you. <laughs> I just said thank you. Because, you know, when when Kiara gets going, you'll be like, oh, she said what I was going to say. So. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I'm going to start with you. All right. Well, some of the highlights for me was, as I stated earlier, I got my associate license counselor. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. pretty, so that pretty much put me in a position to to become a licensed professional counselor on a on a more bigger broader scale. Uh, so yeah, I have that in place. 
and I collaborated with a fellow actor of mine who's more so like a brother uh, with his TV series that he created that I'm also in as well. That's called The Nature of Sin. So we're we're still filming. Okay. So yeah, we'll so be on the lookout for that. I don't know when, but just be on the lookout for that. Okay. And I'm currently writing my first feature film. I've written a few short films. I have a few of those under my belt that are still on the shelf. I haven't filmed those at all, mm-hmm. but I have them. I have them lined up, and um, like I said, working on my first feature film right now, and uh, that's gonna. It, it's been an adventure so far for writing it and the type of research that I've been doing for the main character and things of that nature. So it's been a, like I said, it's been a journey on that one. <laughs> And that okay. one, is, yeah. So that one is called Shadow Love. Okay, Shadow Love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that one is called Shadow Love, and I'll give you a a quick little synopsis. Okay, we'll take that. Yeah, of what that's about. Um, yeah, because I had wrote a lot of stuff. So, look <laughs> <laughs> that paper, buddy. I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> I had wrote a lot. Um. Dang, where did I put it? Why you look for that? Let me just um go on and put yeah, my go ahead. in. I need go ahead. to make sure that you are writing me in as a character. Write you in as a character? Absolutely. Okay. I need a role. Got you. Got you. But yeah, so uh Shadow Love is about a civil rights attorney hmm. named named Ole Inca, aka Ole Johnson. And he's taking on one of the biggest cases in his career that deals with the Fair Housing Act. And so while and so while he's fighting to change the very system that plagues people of color in the eyes of the law, his uh, fight to sustain a balanced, productive love life has become a struggle as well. Mm. And will Olay allow love to drive out darkness in the in every aspect of his life, or will darkness overshadow the resilience of love? Listen, don't tell nobody else because unless you got your copyright. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. That I'm ready for that. You done pulled me in. I'm like, oh, this can go so many ways. So don't share no more. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. Because <laughs> that was good. And I you did you. that. You started that last year, or that's this year's project? Nah, that was last year. Okay. Um, yeah, that was last year, okay. and. And last but not least, finding a therapist for a therapist. Mm. Myself. You know I love that. <laughs> so yeah. Those are some of the highlights of uh twenty-three, I would say. Okay. So uh Mrs. Doty. Yes, ma'am. What are uh the highlights from the post year? Oh for you? man. I have a few highlights. Let me see. Um, okay. One of my most proud accomplishments that I have done today mm-hmm. is yeah. um, I placed in the top five in a competition for Baldwin County. You know, Baldwin County is a total of eight cities, which mm-hmm. is a lot of square miles. Um, And I placed in the top five with a major corporation so to be ranked mm-hmm. alongside of PetSmart was one of the most amazing feelings 
I could have ever felt. Yeah, that was dope. Um, let me see. Mentally and health wise, uh, I opened up some envelopes in my life or turned some pages in my book in my life that needed to be done a really long time ago. Mm. So that was amazing and kind of gave me a blueprint for my 2024, actually. Mm-hmm. So I would probably say those two are the, the greatest for me. Well, dog, I got a whole list, but we're going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You got a whole list for me? No, for me. Oh, okay. Mm. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I guess my highlights. I uh, of course, I, I got my last name changed. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I started mm-hmm. this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I had speaking engagements um, last year paid this time. So I had several paid speaking engagements and some with some very, you know, high heavy hitter people that um like oh wow I'm really on the stage with these people so it was great mm. um I increased my revenue in my businesses significantly last year uh bought another car of course um had to get rid of my my hot girl single car get me a <laughs> nice little I'm married and I ain't trying to play with y'all like that. <laughs> <laughs> I um I joined a new church. I hadn't been joined the church in a very, very long time. Um, because I've been kind of, you know, since since I moved here. I had tried some things, but it hadn't worked out. But um doing that, um I took my granddaughter to the beach. That was a big highlight for me because she had a ball. And um went to go see my girl again. Uh, Jill Scott in concert. Mm-hmm. That was good. I love Jill Scott. I think we uh we got some energy that's similar because she's mm-hmm. an Aries. I'm an Aries. Mm-hmm. And um, I did Christmas with my in-laws this year, and that was really really great. That was different. Um, so those are my highlights from. And, and I lost some weight. Mm-hmm. I got back in the knees. Oh. I ain't gonna say the size, but uh, we happy with that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and I got stronger. I can do push-ups real good now. I can oh. lift a little bit. Oh. So, um, yeah, I'm stronger mentally, physically. So, yeah. So that's 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 my highlights. Okay. So here go the other one though. Mm-hmm. What was the hardest aspect of the past year for you? You said the hardest? The hardest. Okay. Either one of you guys can start. Go ahead, um, mister. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of handling him a little bit. I know, right? You start calling me mister. Man, you ain't putting no right. name with it. Just go ahead, mister. I can't let you handle him like that. Listen, Nick. Go it's ahead, mister. Go ahead, mister. Nothing but love. <laughs> Say, I would say um my relationship and, and the happiness that I was 
trying to find in that particular relationship. Mm. Ooh, I ain't gonna dig in that just yet, but I'm gonna dig. <laughs> <laughs> when I tell y'all, I want my brother to uh, get what he deserves so bad. We we gonna get. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. We don't get no inboxes, and I'm just gonna forward them to him. <laughs> yeah. What were the hardest aspects for you, um, Kia? Oh, let me see. Mm. Okay, got a couple. One of the hardest aspects, probably for me, was knowing that. Um, I am not as strong as I would like to be or in a sense, I, it was hard to realize I don't give myself enough grace. Mm. Um, you know, I've always been that on to the next, you got this, you're stronger than that, you know, don't let them see you sweat. But mm -hmm. when you are the issue and you have to carry you with you 24 7 mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you gotta sit in it so that was um an eye opener for me you know just a little background i am my grief journey is such a roller coaster mm -hmm. um and things that i was able to handle with ease before 2021 are now some of the biggest struggles that i never thought i would have to face so, I guess you could say 24, 22, or even early part of 23, you know, thinking that I had it all under control until I'm put in a situation to actually reflect and remember it and not want to open up about what I'm feeling. And then it taking me to a dark place it was like, listen, girl, it is okay to lean on somebody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that was probably the hardest part that I had to deal with, which has been rewarding at the same time. You know, look, blessings don't come without a struggle. So, mm. ooh, this is true. Mm. This is true. Oh, I don't even want to come behind it. That's it. Can't deal with you. Heavy, heavy. Um. Heavy, heavy. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason why I say that that's heavy is because Kier helped me walk through my stuff with some grief journey some of my grief journey so now I'm on the other side of it and now watching her in the midst of it and watching how she's coming through it mm -hmm. I, I'm grateful to have a front row seat and to be a support but um, it is it is it is interesting seeing that you recognize that you're not as strong as you thought you were. So, I like this journey for you. Now, let's not get it twisted. I ain't weak, but you know. I ain't nobody said. That. That's when you invite the 313 people. Like, let's not get it twisted. The Detroit people get to acting up. So, um, we ain't nobody said you was weak ever. Said Take a deep breath. I think the hardest part for 2023 for me was redefining relationships. Yes. Uh, and I mean across 
the board. Mm-hmm. I mean, mother-child relationships, um, relationships with family members, relationships with friends, relationships with coworkers, relationships. And I start sitting with myself and just kind of do an analysis on my value system and seeing where my values are today versus where they were five, 10 years ago. And so, and looking at that, I don't have to change anybody's value system and or what they want to do in life, but I can shift them in a different position for my life. Absolutely. So it doesn't disrupt where I'm going. So that that was hard because, you know, um, <clears throat> Steve Harvey said a long time ago, everybody that came with you can't go with you. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know why that stood with me. It's, and I mean, this had to be maybe 2002 or three when I first heard it. But that has always wronged me because, you know, I like to keep people. That's yes, you are a collector. <laughs> <laughs> some people have fine cars. Some people have, you know, maybe some baseball cars. I collect people. Yes. Mm. And um, so that has been a place in my life to like, oh, okay. Uh, releasing some things, releasing expectations and, you know, being true to myself. So the more I dig into myself, the, know, the more I know what I need in my inner circle. Um, so that has been a journey of self-discovery as well as redefining those relationships and what they mean to me. So that was that was the hardest aspect for me. 2023. Listen, I want to tell you, um, if I haven't already told you, although it probably was the hardest, you handled it with such grace. Like being able to be that shoulder and watch you stand on business. Ha! I did. You did. You know, like that was new for you because not only is it that you collect people, you collect people and their issues. Ugh. Why are you out here on my podcast and all my <laughs> <laughs> You ain't here no more invite. Okay. So, so that was a proud, a very, very proud moment for me to see that in you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boy, we done had some growth in 2023. Yes, Lord. You know, my homie down there, back in the field. Thank you, Jesus. I've been waiting on him to get back in the field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, it was a win. You know? Any um, any hard aspects in the terms of health and wellness or uh, career for anybody? Mr. Nicholas. Oh, God. <laughs> Y'all need to go have lunch together. Y'all can actually <laughs> probably, have probably. Yeah. Like that. Oh, it's so funny. No, I'm just She's a little aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> but uh now nah, I saw in the health and wellness, now nah, I haven't had any issues, like nothing serious in the other areas, honestly. What about 
Okay, one more. What about purpose, spirituality, or meaning? Finding meaning in what you're doing. Nah, no hard aspects there either, because you know I pretty yep. much, yeah. I pretty, I mean, I pretty much understand what my what my yeah. purpose is. Isn't that a good so, thing though? Yeah, when yeah, I was for doing sure. this question, like when I look at the other stuff, I said, "Well, I don't really have none of that going on." And you know what that says? We've been doing a lot of work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Because um, what was it? I don't know if you saw my post from a couple of days ago, Kendra, but no, I'm on a social media fast to February first. Got you. I need to do that too. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, but in, in, in summary, I made a post about how to network with people via social media and email one on one professionally. Mm. So I gave like some points. I gave do's and don'ts, do's and don'ts, and I gave four points for both categories. Okay. And so. And the don'ts, I'm, I'm gonna focus on the don'ts because those that know how to do things on the professional side and the dudes, you, you pretty much that's, that's understood. But for the don'ts, what it got me was how people would communicate with me and they would communicate with me as if I've known them for mm -hmm. some time, like, like, like we're friends, we're homies. That's mm -hmm. pretty much on the level like you and I, Karen. I can hit you yeah. up and say something like, yo, what's good? What's mm -hmm. the move for the day? Mm -hmm. I, I can talk to you like that. Like we have that rapport for over a right. decade. Right. But but for someone that does not know me from Adam, would say stuff like, yo, Nick. Sup, bro? Hey, Nick. And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> I'm like, what are we doing here, bro? <laughs> I'm like, what are we doing here? Like, what do you want? This is giving me like weird vibes. So either way, I just made a post about just saying when you're trying to connect with somebody that on a professional level and you're trying to, you know, conduct business, you need to address them the proper way. You need to get to the point of why you're communicating with them in the very first message. None of that back and forth, message after message, small talk, like don't do all of that. Just get down to business. Hey, I'm such and such. I do this. I see that you do whatever it is that you do, and I'm trying to do whatever, whatever, whatever. Lay it all out so the person that you're contacting can know what's going on. Therefore, they can decide if they want to move forward or not. But if you coming at them on that, how you communicate with your friends, that's going to be an easy decline, left on red, blocked, sent to the trash, whatever the case may be. So... I remember sending it to uh, one of my friends who I talked about earlier, who I'm doing the, the series with. And um, and he started laughing and he said, man, he said, you doing that because of uh, the one guy that hit you up on Facebook? I said that and some other people too. I said, but ultimately, I said, bro, I just want to help people out like I did that one young sister that worked at Tropical Smoothies. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so he was like, man, I remember that day so vividly. And the reason why I said that in terms of like knowing my purpose and stuff because are you I gonna understand. tell us what you did at Tropical Smoothie for you just glance? Yeah, 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 I got you. That's what I'm gonna do right now. But I'm That's aggressive. I'm huh? I said, but I'm aggressive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You haven't handled any aggression. <laughs> you been trying it. Yeah, you been trying it. My <laughs> apologies, sir. <laughs> but now, um. We had went to Tropical Smoothies one night, 
to get some food. And I asked the young lady how it was it was it was like a Jamaican jerk sandwich or something that tropical smoothie sell. I don't know if they still sell it. Mm-hmm. It's good. But yeah, so I asked her like, what <laughs> did a- it taste like? Because mm-hmm. I never had it. I said, How does it taste? And she said, I never tried it. She said, No, nah, I don't even think it's called Jamaican joint. Isn't it called it's like Caribbean? Like the, um it's like chicken salad, but it's kind of got a um I know what you're talking about because some of them have stopped selling it, but it was Yeah. hmm Yeah, so either way, when I asked her how did it taste, she said, I've never tried it. She said seeing the word caribbean or thinking about it makes me think of white people and i was like what <laughs> saying, wait what Are you <laughs> yeah for real like on, on some real stuff so right then and there i gave her a whole history lesson like on the spot bam and my and uh the homie was like yo you just went Michael max on her bro i said dog i couldn't <laughs> leave her uninformed like that man <laughs> I said, not I the civilian I said, I could have easily just laughed and said, yeah, that's funny. I said, but no, I couldn't leave her uninformed that way. And so, like, literally, I legit, we started having, like, a whole conversation on history, black history at that. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of stuff that she just did not know. And, of course, she said, well, you got to look at the type of school I go to, whatever, whatever. I said, you got a point right there. I said, a lot of schools will not teach you your true history. I said, but that's when you have to take that initiative and start researching things on your own just to figure out like why are they not teaching us about our history like what is it about my people that they don't want us to know mm-hmm. and so yeah so case in point that's what i feel like my purpose is is to literally help people in every aspect of what it is i'm doing whether that's through the arts through therapy whether we at the gym, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be, I'm I'm legit here to help, mm. to, to help you find your way. You know what I'm saying? So that, that's just how I see it. I guess we just heard that from the two-time <laughs> HBC graduate and, uh, <laughs> and uh, author and, you know, scholar. Dr. Nick is on the way. Stay tuned. Word. <laughs> <laughs> And we got Dr. Doty in the house. What's up? What's up? Um, so hold on before we go on to that. Um, I do want to piggyback off something um Nick said because what you did was so important and break down so many barriers that are misunderstood. Like most mm-hmm. people think when um you're trying to educate somebody, you're trying to create confrontation. That's not the point. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not the goal. Like we can't hold ignorance against anybody if we're not educating them. So right. being able to be, you know, the blueprint of what this should look like is amazing. Mm-hmm. Along even with, you know, how you're giving the advice to people with how, you know, the, to approach people or talk to people. Even if I wanted to do business with somebody that would come at me, you know, in those type of ways, however that individual came at you, mm-hmm. they don't realize that interactions, your first interactions determine the boundaries that you're setting. Right. So if you're coming to me and, or if you're going to anybody, like that's the easiest way for somebody to go ahead and take advantage of you because mm-hmm. they see that you just want to be their friend. Well, guess right. what, friend? Let's see 
how much of a friendship you really want because I need you to do X, Y, and Z. So now you're questioning your morals and values. But guess what? You opened that door. And I don't think people really take time to think, you know, about the appropriate ways to handle business because the world is grimy out here in business. Oh, yeah. And it's so easy for anybody to use any little thing to take advantage of you. Mm -hmm. And not making boundaries and expectations clear is one of them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Enough of my soapbox. Not Miss Kendra, what was your question? I don't even have one. (laughs) (laughs) You did have a question. I did have a question, but I mean, hey. One thing here at Conversation, we will start one way and another, and it's okay. This is not scripted TV. Um, it is not. Um, and I'm grateful for that because um, because it's authentic. It absolutely is authentic. Very. And uh, I I enjoy you know being in this space, especially with y'all, because y'all know me on on the on the up and up and how. To do something different versus what people tell you to do and to go against the grain, and uh, it's always it's always a place where you can grow. Yeah. I can remember when Nick said he was going to do some acting, and we was in the middle of a master's program, and I'm like, okay, bet, let's do it, like, <laughs> <laughs> because somebody else would probably say, you box in, man, mm-hmm. you going to school, what you doing that for? What you writing books for? And you know, it don't mm-hmm. line up, but it does line it does up. Does line up. And so that's why I purchased books from Nick. That's why when he got a show and I'm in in the space, guess where I'm gonna be there, watching him on at the movie theater, watching mm-hmm. him do his thing. I do that, you know. Even when Kiara, you was going to work in Auburn. You know what I'm saying? It's like things that don't make sense that we do, it always levels us up in a different way. Yeah. Because we didn't take the straight road. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we took the road. It looked like that don't make sense, but it makes sense in the end. So right. I like to be amongst risk takers and uh y'all both are those things. Yeah. Um, and he went to the military like you just cut my son hair. Oh yeah, I'm gonna go to the military. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> when I say multifaceted, <laughs> I took my son to get his uh his prom haircut for to Nick. They say I know Nick. Say yeah, I'm gonna go to the. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. And we talked all through that. That was a journey. But I just see how he has grown over the past. And when you say over 10 years, I'm like, yeah, it really has been over 10 years. Mm-hmm. It's been interesting to watch, you know, you just grow on so many levels. So, yeah. Um, which leads to my wonderful question, number three. Ha, 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 ha. Because I'm kind of sort of getting... The people, and I hope the people who listen to this site, you 
don't have to have a lot of plans, but have a point in your life where you're checking in with yourself to see what's going on with you and where you want to go, why you even want to go that way. Um, so what did either of you um, learn about yourself over the past year? Yeah, you go first. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I shall oblige. Um, let me see. Like I said earlier, like I really learned that I just don't give my um self enough grace. Let me see how to word this. Not only just don't give myself enough grace, um, I don't protect myself enough. Um, and that's in the sense of because you're that person to be there for everybody, you have to be mindful of when you just don't have that mental capacity to deal with what they have to get mm-hmm. off of them and being okay with it. Um, you know, I have a select few where no matter how I'm feeling, I just let them dump on me. And last year really taught me like, uh, nope, I pay this bill. I ain't got to answer it. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, not picking up my phone to call somebody because I feel like I'm obligated to call them. No, I just want to ride in silence. Mm-hmm. Or I just want to do this in silence. No, I just don't want to talk today. Mm-hmm. So, okay. so that was a really good uh, learning point for me. Um, as well as I learned a lot about forgiveness. Mm. Um, in 2023, I forgave two people because I felt like it was the right thing to do mm-hmm. when deep down, um, I really don't think that they understood the impact that their actions had on me, mm. but I forgave them because, okay, well, look, they said they sorry. I finally brought some things to light. So they, you know, maybe this is going to be all right. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, after forgiving, um, I might even call you Kendra. After forgiving, um, it left me with an uneasy and on edge feeling because then the the things started playing through my head. Like I just let you get over on me, mm-hmm. and then yeah. I'm now I'm in a battle with myself. Well, here you did what you needed to do to get it off of you. So if they can't forget. If they aren't apologizing from a place of I know what I did, then that's their problem. That's kind of what right. I'm at, at this, this point in my life now, in 2024. Right. It's like, you right. know what? You did your part. Whatever they don't get, that's up to them. Because it could have been a lesson, a learning lesson for them. Mm-hmm. And if they repeat this, then they know then maybe your apology wasn't genuine because when you apologize, you put right. forward the behavior to do something different and never repeat it again. Right. Hmm, that's good. So yeah, so I think those were probably my highlights of what I learned. <clears throat> mm. What about you, Nick? Yeah, I just had to let that one marinate in silence for a second. <laughs> well, I can give you some more silence. I can jump in there if you want me to. Oh, yeah, you can go ahead. Yeah. I think um, what I learned and 
And I was telling somebody this, and then one of my clients reminded me of this, is that I can do hard things. Mm -hmm. And so uh, at first I didn't think I could, like, oh, that's why I can do that. And it was taking the easy road out because when I tell you, this this podcast kind of whooped me. (laughs) 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 And and it continues to teach me that because we come from a place where they always say you got to be twice as good and all Mm -hmm. of that crap and Mm -hmm. foolishness. And I'm Southern Belle to the end with this... um, accent and everything don't sound like a newscaster because I'm not one of those either and so I was like what if I say something wrong and what if somebody get a sound bite that just ruins my whole life and so what if they do and so I had to have those conversations with myself to say what is the purpose what are you doing you're trying to let people know that they can do hard things too because I was supposed to start the podcast 8, 18, 2018. Mm-hmm. And so it's postponed. Oh, it's not, I don't have this. I don't have that. I started the podcast first episode with my telephone sitting on my bed. <laughs> and it's like, just get it out there. Because what I've learned in a lot of business conferences that I've been attending is it doesn't have to be perfect. It just needs to be done. And so I started getting things done. And so when I opened up that door, then other doors start coming in. So I'm speaking engagement. Oh, can you do this? I was like, yes, you do. You just don't have the information organized. Mm-hmm. And so then I started to learn how to organize my information to deliver a speech or to deliver a talk or to deliver a workshop. And even now, um, I was in a Facebook group with some black therapists and it was like, are we, they were looking for a retreat or a group for sisters. And the young lady said, do we know anybody? I said, well, how about we create one? Mm -hmm. And so that led to me meeting with three other women I did not know. And we're collaborating on doing a retreat for sisters to help sisters heal, siblings heal. Great. And it was just, it was just like, we don't have to look for things. We can create the things. And so I think learning, I've learned that I am a creative. It just might not be in arts. It might not be in painting. It might not be in music, but I am a creator. And so... When I say I can do hard things, I can create avenues. I can create this podcast for people to share what they need to share or, you know, expose them to um, my audience and vice versa. So I can do hard things. Even, you know, picking and choosing who gets a front row seat in my life at different performances in my life or stages in my life those are hard when like here say I like to collect people I want everybody there but is everybody always necessary for right. different things in your life 
And so sometimes I'm weaker, even if I'm not saying it, but I know which strands friends are stronger that I can lean into. Uh, they can see that they can look through the, the persona that we put out there that we are these strong, strong women when we do have weak moments right. um, to grow and develop and to just be vulnerable and I can be vulnerable um, at any and all times. So that was uh, a lot of my self-discovery was about how I show up in relationships and redefining what people expect of me and really check in with me to see how I want to be presented mm -hmm. to others. I think that, I'm so sorry for what I was about to talk. I wasn't trying to cut you off. What you that just said um, was so important about checking in with you to see how you wanted to be presented to others. And don't you say it? Just want to make sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think mm -hmm. the issue with a lot of people um, is we tend to put expectations on people. And when we present somebody to somebody else, we're presenting them according to the expectations that they've met for us. Right. Not what they have truly done for themselves mm -hmm. and everybody else. Right. So that, that I like that. That's it. What you yeah. got, Nick? Uh, I would say I learned that I don't hold punches, you know. So mm. if it bothers me, I I'll say something about it, and I and I won't sugarcoat how I feel about it either. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, so. I've had people say, dang, bro, you you a little harsh. You know, that was that was kind of cold or whatever. I'm like, it may have sounded that way, but the intent of trying to be harsh, that's not the intent. It's just I feel there was a line that was crossed, and so I have to make sure that line isn't crossed again or else it'll continue to happen and happen and happen. So mm -hmm. for me to prevent that, Let's just nip this in the bud, like right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we don't need any. I don't need you to be misconstrued about who I am and mm -hmm. and what I represent about myself and how I feel about myself. So let me just let me just tell you what it is. Mm. That's good, and that's effective <laughs> communication. Mm -hmm. Seriously, yeah. like just because I'm assertive doesn't mean that I'm rude. No, that means you have some healing that you need to do because you struggle with hearing the truth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's it. So, mm, what are you guys going to stop doing this next Ooh. year? Can I go? Yes, please. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Ooh. Okay. And it's, and it's kind of what you said a little earlier, Kiara, too. But Mine is kind of flipped. And what I mean by that is, is stop giving people grace that don't deserve it. Oh, love it. Like, like stop, stop allowing people to like enter my space when they don't have room to dwell mm. in their space in the first place. 
and stop holding on to things and people that are just hindering my growth process. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I've I realized that about myself over, over the past year. Like trying to trying to rectify things that doesn't need to be rectified. Like mm-hmm. searching for like searching for answers in terms of like why did this happen and why did that happen when a lot of times you don't even really need to know why it happened. It just happened. Do your best to get through it and keep it moving. And so and so when you look at it from a spiritual aspect, a lot of times, you know, we ask God to do this and do that. And then when he does it, it's like, dang, hold on. I ain't wanted to go like that. Wait a minute, now time out. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, bro. <laughs> Like, wait a minute, man. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> and so that was just something that that I pretty much realized within myself too. And even in my last relationship, like I had I really struggled with letting it go. Mm. Like I I seriously did. So I I like really wanted it to work. I, I did what I could. At least I felt I was doing the right thing. I want to tap into that so bad, but go ahead. Huh? I want to tap into that so bad. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. I got you. I got you. We'll do that on another uh, episode. No, you can tap in. Yeah. Because I'm going to (laughs) forget. Just to be real, I'm going to forget. (laughs) When you say you just wanted it to work so, so bad, was it because of the work that you had put into making it work? I was waiting for an or. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I figured that was yeah. the reason why. That's why I gave you an or. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no doubt. Because I had, because, you know, and in, in even in previous relationships, just realizing what went wrong in those, mm-hmm. and then getting in this one, it's like, okay, I want to make sure I don't do what I was doing in those other relationships. So I want to try to create this space for the both of us to where, she can come talk to me about whatever and vice versa. Mm. Like, like we can really have this adult to adult communication line. You know what I'm saying? So, yep. mm-hmm. and then it, it just got to a point where that wasn't feasible anymore. Mm. Like it really wasn't. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Truly mm. that one, brother. That was yeah, good. yeah, you know, and I, and I and I just found myself just trying to give her grace. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it was, it was like I said, well, maybe if I tell her like how I want to be treated, then maybe it'll click. You know, but mm-hmm. despite all of the assertiveness and the willingness to be open on my end, it's like it just fell on deaf ears. So mm. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell y'all something. So I truly did not prepare for this. Um, even though like you sent us those questions or whatever, but mm-hmm. I kind of read through them and when I was reading them, the first thing that popped in my head was about how um let me see how to word it. We can teach people, okay, I, let's say I, I can teach people, show people, explain to people, 
you know, hey, I'm here, I'm open, you know, I, I am your safe space, just talk to me, um, anything, anytime you need something, just come to me. We can do that all day long. Mm-hmm. But if that person is not in the space of their journey or healing, or even if they're trying to heal, they'll yep. never receive it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what was an eye opener for me. Like, stop being so hard on yourself because, yes, you're this amazing therapist. You know, you are the bomb with kids. You get them to open up, even other adults to open up. But then when you have those close to you, Mm -hmm. they just can't seem to get it. That is the most hurtful feeling ever. Yeah. And it's confusing to you because it's like, look, I know I'm bomb. You know what I mean? (laughs) So what is Ah, it about you? And then, you know, I had to take a step back and say, look, you want it for them more than they want it for themselves. Yep. So give them Mm. their opportunity to meet you where you know they can be. No matter how long it takes, just make sure they still know, hey, look, I'm still here. Whenever you get there, I'm here. But guess what? I'm about to pass the finish line. I, I holler at you. We can go catch up later. But I'm going to pass the finish line. I'm not going to slow down and place lower than I need to because you running on E. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Well... I was like, what um what y'all saying is what I'm saying. <laughs> I guess I'll pull the ship up into the dock and we're gonna lay on the stopping train. Oh man. I'm going to stop taking responsibility for other people not growing and developing at the speed or race that I am. Mm-hmm. And allowing them to be in the space that they're in without disrupting my growth and development. Mm-hmm. Because aging is inevitable. Maturity and growth and change is optional. Mm. 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 Say it one more time. Yeah. Brother. Aging is inevitable. Maturity, growth, and change is optional. Absolutely. Just because I want to see my best self does not mean everybody else thinks that where they are is um, not okay for them. And I'm okay with that for them. So, definitely not doing that um, because... um, I I would tell my husband, I would say, he would tell me about, he'll be talking to some of his friends about this, 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 and every day he talking about this, 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 that. And I was like, you know, there are people in this, in this earth that pay me a lot of money to talk to me. I am not wasting my time talking to people who are not listening. <laughs> when people pay their good, hard-earned money to talk to me. Preach, preacher. And they listen. So rather than to do that, I'm just not, I'm not invested in it that. Now, if you need me, I'm there, but I'm not going to just keep trying to 
nail things into people or offer all of these things. Well, number one, they ain't asked me. <laughs> number two, I don't have time because I could be talking on this podcast to people that will find value in what we're saying. Right. So. So that's 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 it. Um yeah, that's where I'm at. Um what are you gonna continue to do for twenty twenty four? What's been working for you? Nick. For me, um just making sure I stay true to myself. Stand being that authentic Nicholas Sylvester that you know of. <laughs> and being, and being unapologetic about it, you know, like not dimming my light around others just so that they can feel comfortable. Yeah, that's good. And, and you know, and and shining bright, if you will. Yeah. And, uh, and just continue to you know help others and be that vessel that God want me to be. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's that's where I'm at. Um, I am in the space of self-discovering what am i discovering about myself and i am um being very intentional about stuff now where i wasn't as intentional um so i'm going to continue to stay on this quest to discover my best self because no matter how many clients i serve how many people i speak to how many people i've coached or been a part of like i am my best work mm. girl yes mm. so i am my best work and so i am committed to being my best work and i am committed to taking accountability in places that i need to grow um because being accountable to where i need to grow helps me to be better to the people i serve to my family and the roles and the lives that i touch on a daily basis so I'll continue. Oh, and I'm going to continue this gym thing because I think I'm becoming a gym rat. Uh, oh, I want to get there so bad. Welcome to the club. Welcome oh to my the club. God. The gym closed today and I feel like something ain't right. <laughs> so yeah. I will be there bright and early in the morning. Um, yeah, right. I, I'm okay. I'm resting today and maybe mm-hmm. I need to do podcasts on Sundays. So when I be thinking I want to do some gym, I can do some uh, this kind of work. Uh, mm-hmm. because yeah. I just like the way things are toning toning up and <laughs> I feel good about it. <laughs> them legs, them legs looking like yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, feel good, huh? Yeah. And I can yeah. run consecutive for some ten minutes or more now. Without mm-hmm. trying to fall out. Okay. Oh yeah. Now let me ask oh, y'all yeah. a question. Mm-hmm. I want to work out so bad. And I mm-hmm. do, like I do. But I'm not as consistent as I would love to be. Mm-hmm. How do I get there? So you want me to go, Kendra, or you got it? I don't want Nick to go because Nick been a gym rat for forever. It's in his DNA. But, it's not- <laughs> so I'm glad you said that. Okay. So, <laughs> so my working out journey actually didn't start until I was in undergrad at Tuskegee, like on the verge of getting ready to graduate. Mm-hmm. And I can show you some before pictures. Oh. And you will be like, bruh, that is not you. And I'm like, yeah, that was me. 
And so the way that my trainer did it was we simply worked out three days out of the week in the very beginning, in the very beginning, just gave me three days. And that lasted for like a few weeks or to a month. And then we gradually, you know, add another day and then another day. And so it, it really becomes like a routine for real. Yep. So if you can, if you can get three days in out of the week, and the moment you feel good about those three days, and you say, you know what, I want to, I want to increase it to four. Okay. Now, now you're going four days out of the week, and mm-hmm. then you know you want to get, you want to get the big dog status. Now you're going five days out of the week. Ha! You see what I'm, you see what I'm saying? So it's, it's all about progression, you know. So, if, if you can get in at least two to three days out of the week, some real good working out. Then, then those consecutive days will kick in, and it'll become like second nature to you. Like you really won't even think about missing the beat. And see, I was looking at it backwards. I was like, okay, I'm gonna add all the days and then decrease as I go along. Mm-hmm. So I need to do it the opposite way. Start small, yep. increase. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, because I mean, because I mean, you you think about it. That's that's like, you know, I love using analogies. Uh, <laughs> Don't say. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean. So that's like, say you cooking for, say you cooking Thanksgiving dinner for twenty people. Mm-hmm. You've never done that before for that amount. So in order for you to like learn how to get to the the quantity of twenty people, you want to start with like four or five people. Mm-hmm. Like, can I can I get the calculations right for at least five? And then if I can get that down packed, then sure we can add the fifteen, you know, down the line. Mm-hmm. But if it's my very first time and I'm trying to cook for twenty people and I've never done that before. That might be a little overwhelming. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. Right. Yeah. For me, it had to it had to get in my head and my heart before it got into me doing the action. Mm-hmm. Um, I have had several trainers over my life, and they all gave different value at different times. And um, everybody, I've had some results, but what I but to fall in love with the gym has been this new trainer that I got. And and it's and for me it was uh shout out to Triface. Um I was I was just looking for something. I was looking for something that would be convenient that I could be consistent with. Mm-hmm. And where I was going before, um, at effect was a little further and I could find excuses not to go because it was too far and it was gonna take me out. But I like their gym. But so I found this little small gym that's probably two miles from my house. And with it being two miles from my house, it's called Triface. Why? Because he's still invoking the Trinity into the gym. This this uh gym owner, they pray before they go, they pray before they leave every every day. And so it's it's about the Trinity of you and your body and all of that nutrition and mental and physical right that's his tri-phase in it right so what happened is he's an older guy that and when I first had an intake with him he was telling me about his journey of getting out of the military and how he gained weight after he got out of the military and the gym became what he um what what helped him and so he started training himself and so he did it in his garage and had people and God told him to get a building. He didn't do the building. Maybe I need to have him on the podcast too. Um, 
but the the community lived in told him he was gonna get fined if he kept doing it. And so he had to go get the building. <laughs> and so this gym has people ranging from 75 years old to probably about 30s. They're not a lot of young people. Mm-hmm. And so there are women in this gym that are in their 60s and 70s. And when I say they got it, <laughs> they got it. And they empower me so much because they are at this age living life so classy, sexy, and committed to their body. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was different. And not to mention, the trainer does a lot of education. We did a um, six-week challenge, and um, I lost probably about 10, 12 pounds on the challenge. Might be 15. But the education was what your O2 max was. When you get in here, get to your O2 max before we do the strength training. Like, well, why am I doing that? And I can ask him, and it wasn't just do it. He was teaching me, and so I'm a lifelong learner. So if you get me an education... You got me for life. You mm-hmm. keep teaching me something. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, it was the education part of why I'm doing it. And so when he started teaching me why I was doing it, you know, it became more real. First, I was playing and, you know, just playing with it at the beginning. But then when I started seeing, oh, wait a minute, this is like, I could do, I could do them push-ups now for real. Like, for real, for real. Not the girl kind of real. Like, oh, okay, man. Okay, man. Yeah, I ain't got no good ass. I, my, my butt ain't up high and I got it. It's, it's where I need to be. I can do this thing. Like, and everything that I was complaining about, I don't want to do no back power. I don't want to do no burpee. And then Ooh. I was, I saw me getting stronger and it wasn't a big deal. Okay, well, you want 15? Okay, here we go. And I could get through it and I saw where my body was changing because he was. it wasn't the same thing every day. It was something different. Mm-hmm. And he was intentional about my form. And I could see what other people's form was right. So it was the education piece. Because mm-hmm. I'm a kind of sort of nerd sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. So that that helped me. And then so then it became like, oh, when I do this, I feel like I have accomplished something for the day. Yeah. So I'm going to get there. I'm, I'm really going to get there. But yeah, we start out with three days. We definitely start out with three days. And um three days was it. And three days was all he get. And I complained the whole three days. <laughs> yeah, I complained the whole three days. Every three days. And then I pushed it up and got an extra day in there. And so last week, um, he had me training other people. Huh. But oh. Okay. Yep. So I love it. It's convenient. I'ma spend my money on it. <laughs> so refer me some more clients. I <laughs> <laughs> so but that's how I got there. So that that has been it it shows me that of course I can do hard things. We talk about do them burpees. I can't do that. I hate everything on the floor. Now I just be on the floor. So mm-hmm. that's so funny. Now, Kendra, back to the question. Um, mm-hmm. what are you gonna continue to keep doing in this year? Um, I'm gonna keep on loving on me. Mm-hmm. 
um, definitely going to continue to. Um, and, and let me just be transparent about this thing. This weight journey, because I just sent y'all a picture, has been the hardest thing for me. Oh, yeah. And to be able to, I'm like two years in maintaining some things. Mm -hmm. I was like, no, I I was so depressed. Mm -hmm. We had this conversation at the gym one morning and I was telling, you know, people that weight is not always about people who don't eat right and it doesn't it does it's not always about you're not eating right and you don't care about that sometimes it's about your shame your trauma mm -hmm. or all these things that's covering you up mm -hmm. and so for me my weight was a protector i don't want to be bothered mm -hmm. and so i had been you know molested as a child and so if I'm bigger, ain't nobody gonna bother me. And I'm small in stature. <laughs> so if I'm like this, nobody's gonna bother me because psychologically I'm protecting myself by the weight. I was say that became your way of coping. Right. Your defense so, mechanism. Yeah. Mm. So getting the mindset that I am strong enough to be however I want to look and nobody's gonna bother me and shedding those things through therapy. And getting doing the mental work allowed me to open up the space to lose the weight and feel confident and attractive. And I don't, because you know, a lot of times they'll say that, well, you put that on and that's why that happened to you. No, mm -hmm. you don't get to violate me. No. And so that thing, it was like a coat. And so my weight was a coat. So I've shedded this coat. Mm -hmm. And so I was telling them about, you know, it could be anything. What is your coat? What are you what are you keeping on you for protection? And so I don't need those things to protect me anymore. And so I can I can live in the space that my body is designed to be healthy, healed mentally, mm -hmm. physically, even spiritually from church hurt and all of that. Right. So yeah. So I'm going to continue to, to unravel these things that had me stunning growth in different areas in my life. Well, I'm going to be leaning on y'all. Okay. Well, we got you. Oh, yeah. We got to get. I know that was heavy, but. <laughs> Let me see. What will, what will I continue to do? Mm -hmm. um... I'm going to continue to just show up for myself. That's what's um, up. Mm -hmm. To show up for myself and be able to live in that moment. Because I'm such an on to the next person. Mm -hmm. um, that I probably don't realize the accomplishments that I've made. Or have a moment to actually truly celebrate. For instance, when um, mm -hmm. I found out that I had you know placed top five up there with uh, PetSmart. I was extremely excited, extremely excited. And um, I texted my brother and I told him and he says, sis, you really just don't know what you just did, do you? Mm -hmm. And it took mm -hmm. me a moment to, for somebody else to tell me like, girl, do you know how many doors you just opened for yourself? Mm -hmm. Because yeah. in that moment, because um, I even told him, I said, look, even if I don't get the first place spot, 
I ranked up here with PetSmart. And he was like, uh, but you better. Mm-hmm. That's right. So I really have to be able to live in the moment to be able to look at what I'm actually in, that journey I'm actually in to truly process the outcomes that could come from, you know, whatever it is. And slow myself down. Jesus, slow down. Yeah. So, as we begin to wrap this up, this is what my challenge is to each of us and each of our listeners. Mm -hmm. I challenge everybody for 2024 is to get a journal for themselves. To write down their wins, their struggles, and the things that they're working on monthly. So, at the end of the year, you can look back and say, oh, I was doing this, or oh, I had this, or this worked out for me. Oh, that was hard, and I did it. So it's not like you got to dig up stuff all year um, about what has happened. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying journal every day, but when they call you and say, hey, we want to offer you this here for your business, or Nick, uh, we want you to, um, you got the spot in this role, already have, start documenting. Because a lot of times we're using it, social media to document stuff. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is get personal with what you're documenting too. Because these things will help build us up in the end with the people we serve. Because they are seeing the end game. But we need to look at the small wins too. Mm-hmm. So, be intentional, my writer, my writer friends, to to write down those things because it's not about journaling daily. But if you have a, I I tell my clients this. I said they left out a book in the Bible, and the book in the Bible that they left out is the book of Candra, (laughs) the book of Pierre, the book of Nikki. And the only reason we know about these miracles is because somebody was writing them down. Yep. So, yep. what I'm yep. asking you to do is to create your own chapter book in the Bible about you so that you don't have to lean into everybody else's things that God has done for them. You can lean into your own that will build your faith and, you know, erase a lot of the doubt because you'll know the things that happen to you because our brain automatically goes to the negative. Yep. We rehearse mm-hmm. the negative. So if we start to writing it down, then that those positive things start to take up more space in our mind. So we don't mm-hmm. go that way all the time. So, right. yeah. Um, I encourage you guys to write the book of Kiara, uh, <laughs> chapter 20, gotcha. 24, and 2024 for Nicholas, and 2024 for our listeners, and Hey, let's have a sensational year with great growth. And uh, I would like to have these two on the podcast at least twice a month if they're up for it. Um, yeah, we can make that work. Uh-oh. Okay. So I want, um, and so what I want to talk about our next one is checking on your strong friends. Mm. So. That's going to be our topic. So, y'all stay tuned. 
Thank you, Kiara. Thank you, Nick. And um, I appreciate y'all. Let's do it again. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to today's episode. I am signing off. This is your host, Kendra Thomas-Bell. And I'd just like to let you know, if you are in need of therapy, I am a licensed therapist in Atlanta, Georgia. You can reach us at dynamicchangecc.com. If you would like to find another therapist, you can try Therapy for Black Girls as a directory. You can also try clinicians of color as a directory and if you are looking for a male therapist in the metro atlanta area please reach out to counseling brothers of atlanta for your therapy needs we look forward to helping you through your journey this is not a substitute for therapy we wish everyone to have an individual and a collective journey for therapy healing and self-discovery so thank you for listening to Kendra Sations. See you on the next episode.